When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is People Every Day. Coming up, what Jamie Spears is now asking of daughter Brittany. Hint, it has to do with money. Plus, Sarah Jessica Parker and the women of In Just Like That release a statement on Chris Noth. Some breaking celebrity baby news and the queen changes her Christmas plans amid Omicron spikes. It's December 21st. Hi, everyone. It's Zoe Ruderman back in for Janine Rubenstein. We are four days out from Christmas, and in just a little bit, I'm going to be talking with my work wife, who also happens to be the style director, Andrea Laventhal, about last-minute gifts. I'll also be talking to Royals expert Lanford Beard about the Queen's last-minute Christmas plan changes, and we'll dive into what the holiday typically looks like, including how they give gifts. But first, let's get into four big stories you need to know about. First up, some breaking baby news. Property Brothers star Drew Scott and wife Linda Fan are expecting their first child. This comes after years of fertility struggles and IUI and IVF treatments. The due date is May of next year. And in Sex in the City world, four days after two women came forward accusing Chris Noth of sexual assault and a day after a third accuser shared her story, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon released a statement. They each posted the same quote on their social accounts. It reads, We are deeply saddened to hear the allegations against Chris Noth. We support the women who have come forward and shared their painful experiences. We know it must be a very difficult thing to do, and we commend them for it. Now, moving on to a Britney update. Her father, Jamie Spears, has requested that the singer continue to pay his legal fees after the termination of the conservatorship. We obtained the court documents, and what he's asking for is that Britney's estate make payments to his legal team for, quote, ongoing fiduciary duties relating to the winding up of the conservatorship of the person and estate. In response, Britney's lawyer called the request shameful and pointed to the millions of dollars Jamie has already reaped as a conservator. So stay tuned to see how all of that plays out. And over to the White House. Two updates, first a cute one, then a less cute one. The Bidens got a new puppy named Commander. This comes a few months after the Bidens' dog Champ passed away and their other dog, Major, left the White House for training after, quote, a biting incident. And in other White House news, it was confirmed that the president spent about half an hour in proximity to a staffer who tested positive for COVID. The president has tested negative with a PCR test and he will continue to test. And now to tell me all about a big royal story is Lanford Beard. Lanford, what is the deal with the Queen's Christmas plan this year? How has it changed? 
Well, Zoe, there have been a lot of changes. And for this holiday season, unfortunately, that means that she had to cancel her annual uh, trip to Sandringham, one of her favorite places, the big extended family gathering. She was supposed to be having a luncheon today, and she had to cancel that. She announced last week that that would not be happening. And, uh, you know, she's just keeping in contact with the government via her staff and her team and making sure that she is continuing to model good behavior, as it were, for um, the latest restrictions in the UK, which are as of now, kind of up in the air as cases continue to rise. Yeah, just like here in the U.S., it sort of reminded me of what everyone here is going through with their own non-royal families, like changing plans, waiting to see last minute. And of course, this is her first Christmas without her husband, Prince Philip. So this is doubly difficult, I would imagine. You know, they had originally planned for her to be surrounded by family for all the kids and the grandkids to come um, and the great-grandchildren. So this has to be a disappointment for her and for the the rest of the family. Yeah, absolutely. This year has been such a momentous year. You know, Prince Philip was heading to his 100th birthday. He didn't quite make it. They had a lot of celebrations and plans in place, documentaries looking back on his life and his service to and love for the Queen. And this is actually, I believe, the first time in 65 years that they haven't spent the holiday together, which is just mind-blowing. You know, they were together for 73 years. But of course, family is number one. And while we don't know the exact plans, we do know that as she was weighing her options and considering, you know, what she wanted to do if she wanted to travel to Sandringham or if she wanted to stay put in Windsor, that the other um, members of the royal family were kind of adjusting their plans and figuring out how they could support her as best they could, whether it may be from a distance or even as close as someone like we know Edward and Sophie and their children do live in Windsor. So she does have access to family members who will be there so that she doesn't have to spend the day alone. But the queen is never really alone (laughs) because she has a beautiful team around her who are all safe and making sure that she's in the best position she can and comfortable and cheerful even. And um, we do have sources that have told us that the people who are in her bubble and work with the queen and are in her service, they cherish it and they are a support for her. And actually, she's someone they can have a laugh with and talk about the issues of the day with. She's, as we know, she's a very good conversationalist. (laughs) She has met literally people from all over the world. So you can see her, her sense of humor coming through. So let's talk about that sense of humor. We know that the royals don't typically exchange fancy, over-the-top, expensive gifts. They tend to do gag gifts. What else do we know about their Christmas traditions if this were a normal year when everyone was getting together? If this were a normal year, um, they would be all gathering at Sandringham. Um, Their obvious famous tradition is they take the annual walk to church on Christmas Day. Of course, this year and last year, because crowds usually gather to say hello, pay their respects, that's not going to happen because it's not COVID safe. Uh, But they also play games just like normal families. They play charades. Um, As you said, they exchange gag gifts because what do royals need? Um, Nothing. So they just have fun (laughs) with it. And then obviously the queen has her annual broadcast that uh, airs out in Britain and in the Commonwealth, and we Americans uh, can <laughs> access it on YouTube. Uh, and it's always a moment. She films it at Windsor weeks beforehand, so that won't be compromised or changed at all by these recent uh, adjustments to her plans. But it's always a moment where she reflects on the year and she sends out a hopeful message and she just has 
that wisdom and that experience that can fortify people around the world in times of questions or hurt or worry. And we need that steady hand from someone like the Queen, who is now coming up on her 70th uh, year on the throne in February. That was Lanford Beard. And coming up after the break, I'll be grilling style and beauty director Andrea Laventhal on how to find last minute gifts that people actually want to receive. Yes, it's possible. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm back with Silent Beauty director and professional shopper Andrea Laventhal. So we're just a few days out from Christmas and it is officially too late for almost all physical gifts to be delivered in time. So Andrea, should I just give everyone on my list something from my pantry? I mean, I have like some unopened, really fancy boxes of rigatoni or do you have any better suggestions for me? Don't forget the can of tomato paste. So, <laughs> okay, here's the good news. Thank God for something called the internet. And the fact that almost everything can be digitized. So I know people feel weird about giving a gift card because it's basically like giving cash. But if you give a gift card to a place that the person either would like to frequent locally or does usually frequent locally, it feels like there's that like personal touch. So I gifted, I mean, not to brag, this is why my team loves me the most. I gifted everyone on my team. I looked up like a local coffee shop in their neighborhood or a liquor store, depending on how nice they were this year to me. And then I got them a gift card there. Oh, I like that. That feels really personal. So if they thought the amount was a little bit cheap, at least they thought that the <laughs> personal touch maybe made up for it. So like, you know, $5 a restaurant, a is shop, not enough for a liquor store. Andrea. I was like, you really should have gotten bigger. Get yourself a very small latte. <laughs> don't and don't upgrade yourself with anything fancy, no syrups or anything. So did you literally just Google it or did you reach out like to their partners or their friends to ask? I mean, I don't have time for that, Zoe. I'm a busy lady. No, I um some of them I was able to trick. I would say, Hey, I, I have a friend coming into town. Don't you live in this area? What's like a great restaurant or coffee shop? But then again, I time was of the essence. So I did some Googling. I just thought it was like a nice way, like we're all staying kind of local still right now. And that means the next few cups of coffee or lunch or whatever bottle of wine is on me. I love that too, because I feel like there's such a movement now to really support local businesses and local restaurants. And I keep trying to like go to the coffee shops in my neighborhood to make sure that they don't shut down. So I feel like it's almost like a twofer. I love that. Another thing is, and I'm sure people have seen this like floating around Instagram, but 
everyone's like, you know what's not delayed on a cargo ship? A hairstylist, a facialist, a manicurist. Again, they might not feel like the most creative gifts, but they're incredibly useful. Put in the extra effort uh, to find out where they like to hang or maybe a discovery of a place that looks cool. And it's just going to feel like, oh, wow, that's a little gift on top of the gift. I love that. Okay, I'm going to do that because I procrastinated this year and did not Felt get... like a personal question. Did feel personal. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Um, so what are your feelings on subscription boxes? I feel like a lot of people are talking about them. Is that a good gift? Are you into it? So a few years ago, when they first launched, they were all the hype. And I would have said, yes, it's really fun. Then they kind of got a little played out. You know, you would get like a teeny tiny thimble of a face serum. Right. And like really the whole box was those squiggly papers. But... Now, subscription boxes have gotten so hyper-specific that they actually are incredibly useful and of interest to people. So like I was doing some research. You can get a subscription box to everything from salt. And I know that sounds very niche, but like my significant other, for the record, loves salt, goes through a lot of it. That would be a delight for him. Okay. So I feel like there are a few people who are always really hard to shop for. Um, So did you get Justin the Salt of the Month Club or what did you get him this year? So my thing, especially for men or significant others, is get them an elevated version of a basic they wear or use every day. What does that translate into? I got Justin monogram socks. Everyone needs socks. Socks are kind of like, oh, great, you got me socks. But when you add a monogram, now they become monogram socks. This is a man sock. You got him a sexy gift is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, in the card, I wrote these and nothing else. (laughs) If you got my drift. Um, I like like a... Again, for guys like workout gear, they don't usually buy themselves nice workout gear from like Lululemon or, you know, Roan and all of these cool companies. And I think they would appreciate it if they golf. You can always do a nice new golf shirt. So your advice is like, don't go totally left field. Really think about what they need and what they'll use. And then what's your go-to for little kids? Let's say like, you know, five-year-olds. I feel like I have lots of nephews. I never know what to get them. Screen time. Give them a gift card that says 30 minutes on my iPhone. I I have had a lot of success recently with magnetiles. They're not cheap. So you can get like magnetile knockoffs. There's Picasso. I find that my little one, my two and a half year old and my five year old both love them. Sometimes they'll even play together, which is a miracle. It's like the one toy that they haven't gotten sick of. Also, the thing about magnetiles is if they already have them, they could always use more. It's like oh, yeah. Legos. They always want more. They want to build um, a city. We texted my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and asked what our nephew Julian would want. And, and? the response was a Chipotle gift card. He's 10 Hero. years old. I was it's like, the best gift ever. That is great. And I love your honesty. And that is exactly what we're going to get him. That's a fantastic. I love that kid. Um, Okay, what about in-laws? This is where I struggled too. What did you get Justin's mom and dad? So I splurged on them. I don't expect the same in return, but it would be nice. Um, I got them a framed photo of the Boston Harbor because they are from Boston, but now spend half the year in Florida. So I thought it would be cool for them to hang the photo up in their Florida house. And that way, when people come over, when they have company, they can say, we're from Boston. The theme here is personal. It like shows that you really put some thought into it. I love that. That's really nice. I also think you can't go wrong framing a photo. Everyone has a thousand photos on their phone. Yeah. Print one out, put it in a beautiful frame 
and give it to a person. I love that gift. I would be mad though if I wasn't in it, just a note to anyone listening. Or if you were in it and didn't look good. Well, that's a given. Okay, what is the weirdest or worst gift you've ever received? Well, nothing will ever top yours. So um, I, you know, I, whatever. Uh, Someone, won't say who, just in case they listen, but they'll know, gave me real fur cuffs. Not handcuffs, that would be fun. (laughs) Still can't figure out, make heads or tails of how do they attach to a sweater, to a jacket. Also, that is not a cheap gift. Like you are really committing to that and assuming but the also person not will like committing. It. You're going big, but not quite big enough. It was very odd, and um, you know, I, I wondered what it meant about our relationship. What the person was trying to tell me. I didn't realize they hated me that much. Yeah, I'm going to return them. That one. Really, I was in a tough spot. Um, well, Andrea, you know this story, but not everyone does, so I will share it here. My mother-in-law, before Chris and I got married, this was like an early Christmas. It might have been our first Christmas altogether. Um, he and his four brothers and all of their partners and his aunt and like a whole bunch of neighbors, like a full house. They come over, they open all of the gifts. So I open one from Linda, from my mother-in-law. It is lingerie, not sexy lingerie, like functional Mm. lingerie. I don't know what would have been weirder, but it was like a a full coverage brief and like a full coverage brassiere, not a bra, but a brassiere for a bosom. Yeah. Um, And the bra size was, I think it was a D cup. And this is a podcast. You can't see me. I'm an A cup. Um, She had met me before. She was like, this is something to aspire to. Yeah, like I was like looking for the gift card the for implants. like the the boob job that went with it. I don't know, like was this a message? And then I realized that my now sister-in-law opened up a package and got the same thing. She got an oh, A so cup there was, there was and so a little we just swap. traded afterwards. So I think maybe it was swapped. Otherwise, maybe my mother-in-law I just tell doesn't you, really pay attention full to our brief. Nothing feels as good as that. So yeah. she really gave you the gift of comfort. <laughs> I did. I, I wear them. I, right? They're great it was, underwear. It was a thoughtful gift. I mean, she, she nailed it. Yeah, but it was weird to open it up in front of like the neighbors I had never met before. Okay, one last question for you. This is an etiquette question. What do you do if someone gives you a gift and you don't have a gift you for say, them? You say, did you get your gift? It came in your email. It may have gone to your spam. I've thought about this. And then Perfect. you rush to the bathroom. You call the local bookstore or whatever and you say, can you put a gift card aside and send them an email? Or Perfect. for real, you could be like, check your email later. Or there's something waiting for you at your local bookstore. And call the bookstore and be like, can oh, you I do a $25 that. gift card when they come in? That was People's Silent Beauty Director Andrea Laventhal on last-minute gift ideas and some brilliant etiquette advice. And now, something to make you smile. An all-deaf high school football team called the Riverside Cubs out of California, led by an all-deaf coaching squad, just wrapped up an historic 2021 season. They had an undefeated regular season and went on to their first-ever state championships. They caught their community's attention, but they also caught Kelly Clarkson's eye. She actually had them on their show this week to celebrate. Here's what the team's quarterback had to say, heard via an interpreter. We, we achieved a lot. 
through lots and lots of, of obstacles, and we just kept going. So it's been a great season. Then the Kelly Clarkson Show surprised the team with something more, a $25,000 donation for a new football stadium, the perfect holiday gift for history-making champs. See you all tomorrow. 